Twist and shout. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 101 of Three Beers and a Movie. 101? Room 101? Room 101? I know, yeah, I thought that one. I thought, well. like, yeah, this one will go straight to the, the back well. place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm Richard Laird, I'm with Colin McKay. And Colin, where are we again? We're in the Raven in Glasgow. And why um, do we like the Raven tonight, Colin? Because it's fucking pissing the rain outside. Yeah, but more importantly than that, what do we feel like in the Raven tonight? Oh, oh, oh dear, I need to say this quite quietly. We can't hear you, thank God. Oh yeah, they're all old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the youngest people in the Ravens, the average age. In fact, I would say the overall age in here is probably about... 2,000. Plus four thousand. We're like the youngest people by decades. Yeah, at least there's a lot of very, very, very old people. Not uh, what ages. I nope. forget about. It's just it's an observation. It's a different crowd than normal. Uh, it's a very, very. It's like they're, they're everywhere though. I'm assuming it's maybe a show on at the Kings. Maybe maybe they're walking down here because it's pissing the rain. I think it's The Walking Dead. No, it's not. Not not not, not, no, not a show on here. Maybe the Pavilion maybe something on. Possibly. Right. Um, not anything for us kids anyway. But um, it's a very 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 old crowd, isn't yeah, it? It's a lot of septuagenarians. Yes. Octogenarians. What do you call nineties? Ninetyagenarians. Non nonagenarians. Sectarians. No, 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 no. We don't have that. Maybe we can't um, stop. <laughs> because I go to the cinema quite a lot, and you probably do the same. Now and again, I'll be in the cinema at that film, maybe like on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And I'll be like, I will be the youngest person. Oh, to- by totally. You look about, and you're like, oh. Do you see like dust rising when you sit down? All you can hear is the clacking of sweeties. Was that? I think the worst one ever. That was remember the lady in the van. Oh my god, me and you were like our combined ages didn't even meet we one person's age. We were fucking children <laughs> in there. It was just like there wasn't anyone under 120 in there, I think. I think if you put both our ages together, we were still younger than anyone so else. Maggie in the room. Smith was the younger than <laughs> everyone at that point. It was nuts. That was very true, young. That was a packed cinema as well for a member. It was. The other one I seen was at uh, the Sherlock Holmes with Timothy Spall, was it? Oh, McKellum. That had a very oh, old yeah, audience yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes, I think it's yeah, all in cinema. That was a very, very old audience as well. Like. Red Jonah I saw with a very young audience. Yeah. The one that really got me, I went and seen that film, Jim Bouvery. Remember the one with... Um, oh, the, the nipple film, yeah. Very sexy film. Yeah. But it, it wasn't sort of advertised as a sexy film. But you were the only one scrubbing about you. <laughs> I mean, I was very awkward in that <laughs> all film. All old people were very comfortable. They, they, they no issue. I was like, oh, I don't like watching it for people who are older I, than my grand. I was sure I'd seen something recently and it was like a proper... I was watching and thinking, this is a really gory film. Like, there was fucking deaths. And there was a lot of really old people and I'm thinking... I don't understand yeah. what's going on here. They're in this film and, they and you feel like they shouldn't be. Aye. But it was like proper like limbs everywhere and blood fucking splattering oh. and stuff. And we saw Hellboys. That's the one I there seen, was at yeah. There's at least a, a people sitting above, like sort of behind us and sort of along from us who were at least in their 80s. I'm going, I don't know why they're in yeah. this because I don't see what made totally, it. I mean, but they seem to be lapped it up. Yeah. Not I, blood, but... Yeah, you know. Hopefully, when I'm in the 80s, I'll be watching films of the same ilk. I'll, I'll continue my love for film in the same way, but... I just felt very odd. I agree with you. I think I'll be the same, but I think I'll be more subtle about it. These fuckers are like, you know, proud as punch. I'm watched. Fuck you. And you, you <laughs> kind of don't know how to look at them and yeah. stuff. You're like, just, they're not there. Block them out. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, but we're not against old people being any stretch, you know? No, just, but just no, a, an odd crowd. Yeah, it is. Because usually in here it's quite, shall we say, hipsterish? It's hipsterish, yes. It can be, but yes, this is a, a definitely old older crowd tonight um, but yeah the, the weather outside like, let's have a wee talk about the, the weather so we, we live in Glasgow as you all know and it's, it's fucking 
raining cats and dogs out there? Yes. And every other kind of pet you want to? Essentially, it's raining every animal. I mean, we might have to build an ark
and took off and I took off the bill because they didn't like it. Did they apologise for doing all that? They apologised and <laughs> and they wouldn't charge it for it. I thought that's so very Canadian. That's Canadian. Uh, we're sorry you didn't like yeah. it. So, well, okay. Yeah. Like if, you, if you like something in Canada, uh, in Britain, they charge you for it anyway. You know, yeah, fucking you're you here and you ordered it. Yeah. Fucking deal with it, pal. But yeah. no, it was, um, like I say, three or four mouthfuls and I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I was like, oh, I, can't, no. I can't carry on with this. Much same as well. Stouts, porters, not for me. Yeah. People can I, drink them, but I just not I for I just me. didn't realise it was going to be a stout. I just thought, marshmallow, this will be fun. Was it a pint yeah. over a can of? Pint. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just, hey, I mean, every sip was like, just made my face pucker up. Yeah. My face looked like an arsehole every sip. <laughs> it was I'm, fucking horrendous. Drunk a few, I drunk one at um, Brewdog called Morning Glory. Mm. And it was quite a hefty... It tasted only it tasted like junior football. Oh, like sweat, cigarettes, and bile. <laughs> you know, that's what it tasted like. But I know, like, I've got friends who will drink it, drink it happily, happily, and they enjoy it. They like the warmth that it brings them. But no, for me, definitely not for me. It's, it's just, it's, it's you kind of really need to, you know, what force your larynx to to shut. You know, yeah. just fucking swallow, please, just swallow. I, I, I think if you're going to drink, you've got to drink for pleasure in some way. And yeah. If you're drinking that, you're, I don't think I'm drinking for pleasure at that point. Yeah, yeah. I think dark drinks. I think we need to avoid any, yes. anything darker than. Fucking iron brew. I think <laughs> we're happy with the pale ales. Yes. Light and fizzy. Light and fizzy. Yeah. Or not fizzy. Or, not, yeah, because I'm an idiot. Yeah. You did warn me, you said <laughs> it's not. And I said, oh, it is fizzy. And yeah, it's not. Um, One of these days I'll listen to you, you'll you get will. a good pint and I will fucking enjoy you'll it. You'll be happy with it, yeah. Yes. Stick to your cold town. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll move on to some movies. Now we're yes. going to beer. So, anything at home you've watched of interest? Um, I'm still tearing my way through Modern Family. Family. Nice. Um, which. Look at I kind of read IMDb for reviews and stuff like that, and a lot of reviews say it starts out really funny because it's up to season ten now, uh-huh. long running, um, and they say it gets weaker and weaker as it goes. But we're on to season nine just now. Yeah, some funny fucking shit in there. Really, just consistently funny. I don't think it's dropped off at all. The episodes we go that that wasn't yeah. as funny, and as maybe storyline you think each episode you go, I'm not as invested yeah. as other ones. But generally, I think it hits the mark. There's gems in there that are just like pure side splitting. No, I mean, I, I've always found it consistently. I've giggled at every episode at least a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's clever writing. It's just yeah. clever. I don't know how long they can keep it up for. But it is most definitely. You can tell it's a, a conveyor belt. Oh yeah, yeah, you know I've got that kind of writing, and, oh. and they're, they're, they're churning through it, and it hits, and you can almost sometimes see the story coming up quite a, oh, a yeah. way away. Because there's like um, twenty between twenty four and twenty eight episodes a season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean they're churning these seasons out every fucking year? So you're yeah. right. It's just you know it's just produced, 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 go below. Yeah. But I, I'm still enjoying it. Um, the other thing I watched that I did enjoy so much, um, I was browsing through Sky. Okay. And I stumbled across Neil Gaiman. Is it Gaiman or Gaiman? Is it Gaiman? I would say Gaiman, but I say that as well. I think it is. I'm sure Amanda Palmer said that when I seen her on concert yeah, with his wife. Um, and I found Neil Gaiman's likely stories. Um, Are these short stories, are they? Yeah, there's two 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 episodes, and each episode has two stories in it, which yeah. are about twenty minutes long. Um, there's really weird stories where, you know, it'll be like the the first one. Sorry, Joe, about this. Where is about a guy who decides masturbate is much more fun than having a girl because he can do what he wants he's in complete control he knows what he wants he enjoys it Um, he masturbates himself until one time he masturbates and then he starts to feel like his body's not his own Uh, and then it turns out this thing where someone else is taking off his body but it never really concludes do you know what I mean there's another story about this boy who gets took up to a kind of haunted house these kids there when it doesn't they go in and it kind of ends so it's these stories that kind of lead somewhere and then they get to a point where they just stop and you're like right. 
don't, I mean, am I not clever enough to make a conclusion? Is there just not a conclusion? I, I don't understand maybe his writing style, yeah. or maybe it's how they've been adapted from his writings, but they just seem to kind of, interesting ideas that just go absolutely fucking nowhere, and I was dead puzzled by the end of all, like, I don't really get why this is. I enjoy Gaiman's writing a lot. Yeah. Um, when he is on form, he is excellent. Um, but he has got a sort of, he's like Pratchett, but he takes a step back and gets a bit more kind of Grant Morrison, a bit more kind of ethereal with it, it sort of yeah. gets a bit more kind of like cosmic with a lot of his writing sometimes, and you're not really sure what's going on with it. I think it takes a, t- a special type of person to adapt gaming, yeah. and something that if you don't adapt it right, it just it comes across, it, it, like what you've said, maybe a bit confusing, a bit muddled, yeah. and you can struggle to see what's going on, you can struggle to see what conclusions to yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, like American Gods that's on Amazon just now at times is very very good and at times is exceptionally fucking confusing but I don't really know what's going on and it's only by reading the source material I kind of go right I know what's happening if it wasn't for the fact that I read the source material I'd be like I'm really confused as to what the fuck is going on right now Um, and there's one coming out soon by called Good Omens Yes. Which is um Is that Gaming and Pratchett? Gaming and Pratchett. Yeah. That's a bit more it's because it's got Pratchett's is a Pratchett's like sensibility in it as well, it feels a bit more linear and it feels a bit it, 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 more, it holds to the road a bit better yeah. than Gaming does. Gaming is excellent when he is on form. He is fantastic. I read his book recently called Norse North Mythology. Right. It's all about the North gods and telling those stories and it's sort of like a kind of real not a realistic way, but a kind of way you can understand in modern dialogue. It's still set in the past, but it's just telling you who they are and what they did and what, what's going on here. Um and it's excellent and it brings such life and character to, to these like old mm. legends that you, you think you know but you don't know you know it's, it's that kind of thing but so, I've never I don't think I've actually ashamedly I've never really read any gaming stuff mm. um, and I've only seen a handful of things that he's done on screen like Stardust yes um, I think that might be the only thing I've done so I'm not familiar with, with his Coraline. Coraline, yeah. Yeah. so I'm not overly familiar with his material yeah. anyway so I don't know if that confused mm. me but give, if you get a chance it might be something you I'll can give a better insight yeah. into um, See, it's, it's a quick bust. I mean, you can watch the four episodes, you know, in a sitting. Easily, easily. It's digestible that way, but I don't know, maybe it's just me that didn't click, or maybe, maybe I'm stupid. Could I, be. I don't, I don't understand. We can't, we can't discount that. <laughs> Never discount that. That's a definite possibility. I'm always surprised you. What's it called? Um, Neil Gaiman's like the stories. And it's on... I'm sure it was on Sky Art Sky. And it's... Just going to be four episodes, it's not or two, two episodes, episodes four, four short stories, tw- no, 20 minutes each one. Is there just any more going to come, if you can tell? Is it like a weekly know, show? No idea. Okay. What was interesting about it was um, Jarvis Cocker on the music for it, oh, which is quite interesting. Good to see Jarvis Cocker doing stuff. You see a lot of people doing that, like the guy from Radio here doing quite a bit of stuff recently. Yeah, the guy yeah, from Laura thing doing some stuff recently. Yeah, it's um, maybe kind of Nicky Wire from Managing Features. He's done one as well. Muse, yeah. I'm sure the guys from Muse have yeah. done something as well. So there is sort of that, people like, like, they're branching out and doing that alongside. Which takes away from the kind of typical score you would get with programmes and it does give it a different edge and oh, you, definitely, you, you, you'll yeah. notice the music sometimes you're like oh that's fucking you know did, who was it didn't see that Wacken Phoenix film by, by Lynn Shelton is it um, oh I can't remember who it was I think it might have been the guy from Bluff possibly probably done, uh, David Alburn done that one I think so not Alburn I mean oh, and Alex James is it possibly Poss- I mean, yeah. if, if McFall was here he would know instantly yeah he, he would know but yeah, yeah no and you do notice it you do think like that music you know, kind of takes you and you notice it which is good because I never notice music unless it is something quite out there ah, he's got a really catchy apart from that fucking horrible film you like waste the airplanes and shit that I hated to be Bruce's face in it Dunkirk that was fucking yeah, horrible shut up shut up uh, yeah um, only thing I watched at home was a film called In the Fade which is a German film about um, a woman whose children and well child sorry and husband are killed in a bomb blast 
fishing the water? No, it's like sort of now. It's sort of like, it's, it looks like it could be a racial bomb, and it could be sort of they're not really right. sure what it is. It's only he was. But the, the father had a sort of maybe a darker past, and was it, is it if it's an attack of that, or is it, if it's just he's unfortunately caught up in this? Um, and it's sort of her descent into sort of the darkness of losing the two lights in her life, her pursuit of justice, justice in some ways failing her at times, and her trying to find bring some sort of level of closure. Um, to the whole situation that feels right to her. Sounds um, fun. It's got... What are you giving me to one? Oh, yeah. Um, it stars Diane Kruger. Oh, I do like that. She can act. She, she can act. Chops she can total chops. Yeah, um, yeah. And this one, she's playing a sort of... I mean, I try to describe her. A scummy mummy. She's a mum who's got a dark past. You can tell she's maybe done drugs and all that. She's, but she's... On the straight and narrow now, she's got her kids, she's got her hubby, but you tell she's a wild child and she's one bad day away from re-engaging with that bad life. But yeah, yeah. relatable. Like, yeah, totally, yeah, right, it, it, totally. it, you know, the, the baby steps, the small steps you go from she likes to smoke weed to she's doing crack and heroin yeah. to, try, to try and null the pain of the fact that her son and husband have been killed in the most horrific circumstances you can possibly so imagine. To coin a geeky phrase as we like to do sometimes, it's, it's like the Joker, do I mean you're one bad day away from being me? Ah, uh, yeah, totally true. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. It just so, takes a tragedy and that's you, you're fucking gone. The whole yeah. film is based on, it, it's it, it's all about Diane Kruger. She is the main point of the film, she's the focal point of the film, and almost every scene in the film, she's in. Is Daniel Brill in it? No, he's not. Uh, he's uh, your kind of go-to just now for German movies. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's in, it's subtitled, so beware of that when you went to watch it. But I thought it was an excellent film, great performance from her. Sad it didn't get much of a release over here, I think it was like 2017. And I remember seeing it briefly, for like maybe it was on for like a couple of nights, but I never got around to seeing it. <coughs> but genuinely thought it was excellent, really Is enjoyed Netflix or? On Netflix, yeah, on Netflix. it was on Netflix. Um, but it did, it's not a Netflix original, it's a film that we just they really happened to put on Netflix. Um, I also watched a film, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's like Devil at the Crossroads, it's called. It's like we quick, it's a big oh, Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Exposure. Is it good? It's tells you, it doesn't really tell you anything you don't really know about him. You knew, it's on Netflix, it's only 50 minutes long. Potential uh, for a guy who, like the story, the legend is, he was an average guitar player, disappeared from town, came back two years later and he sort of could play guitar like no one else in the world. And he's player ever. And, and the story about it is that he sold his soul to the devil and the devil gave him this great talent. Um, so we try and get because there's only two pictures of the man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Enigmatic. Um, only something like 25 recordings of him as well. Um, so it's he's trying to get to dig up some more stuff, and it's just taking in and covering like if they one it took them to 1994 or something they found his death certificate. Oh. I mean, if he died at 27, that's the whole 27 club comes. Yeah. He's, he's sort of found something. Found. Oh. That's it. Um, so they found that, and then from that they figured out who his mum was and who his dad was, and then they start tracing things back, and they found stuff like he's, they found his grandson, they're talking to him, and they found his, and he's telling the story about how his dad saw him, his dad, like, so Robert Johnson's son only met his dad, only met his dad twice in his whole life, you know, that thing. Well, so, so just very mysterious, very, isn't it? I think that's one of the things, he exists in that time with a documentation, but not enough so he can still live in legend. Is the... I've, I've heard them playing, I've heard recordings. Is, is there footage of them playing? No. So it's all just crackly old recordings? Yeah, which gives it a beautiful sound. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah. Was, the story you always heard was he used to turn his back on the crowd because he used to grow an extra finger and things like that in order to play certain notes. And <laughs> You listen to it, has got, who's the, who's the Rolling Stones guitarist? Smokes, Keith Richards? Yeah. And a couple other bunch of blues guitarists, um, Clapton's on it as well, yeah. briefly. Gary Moore, shit like that. Yeah. Gary Moore's not on it, but no. guys like that. No. Um, no. And essentially what they're saying is, 
when he he just did something first. Yeah. He, he is a great, he's a very good player. There's no doubt in that. But what he did, he just did it before anyone else. Yeah. So and people didn't people forgot about him as well. It was um, the muddy waters. Yeah. He sort of discovered him in old LPs or something, and he started like basically copying his style. And then in the seventies and eighties, sixties and seventies, there's all this like LP boom that sort of people started getting these like sort of bootleg records that were put out by the. The, the record company and they you know, and really sort of pride possessions mm. but basically what I'm saying is he is a great guitar player but he is just generally the guy who did it first it was just uh, yeah. he had an idea he did some weird slide things and did some weird kind of plucking and things like that which you listen to now you go I've heard that a million times you've heard it a million times back then no one had heard that and that's fish, what made yeah. it that's what made it more impressive um, I'm, I'm, I know I'm right in saying that the 1980s film Crossroads is Probably influenced strongly by the events. I remember Crossroads with Ralph Macchio, Jamie Gertz. I've not seen that, no. Have you not? No, no. Um, but that's basically the story of that is this kid wants to learn how to play guitar and you know, he gets kind of taught by an old blues man and stuff like that, and they end up doing kind of duels with Satan and stuff like that. It was Steve Vai, do you know what I mean? This uh, like kind of guitarist and they cut heads and stuff like that. Crossroads, you would, you would enjoy it a lot. It's a, lot. It a very, very, very good film. I'll yeah, probably find that one. Great fun. Um, but not the Britney Spears one. Not the British ones, okay. which I've not seen. Um, <laughs> I used to, years ago, I used to have, because um, I play guitar and stuff like that, um, I used to have recordings of kind of blues artists yeah. for the kind of 20s, 30s, and 40s, and there was a few Robert Johnson tracks, and it, as I say, it was just that, you know, it was just that, I mean, you just hear the crackling, you know, and yeah. then this, this just like kind of tinny. It sounds mystic. It sounds old. Yeah, but it's just got so much. Feeling in the gym and you're like, yeah, man, there's people that fucking, you know, feeling my craft, man, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, uh, you get, so it's, it's, it's an interesting 50 minute watch. It, I didn't really learn too much, I didn't know beforehand. Like, the, the main strokes of his life, you kind of know already. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's nice to see all kind of laid out there in, in one yeah, kind of place. Because I've seen it a few times, I've skimmed past it and I'm like, I need to watch that. It's quite, I, like I said, well. 50 minutes, quite brief. Uh, before we go into the movies, um, quickly, I've seen one that I've not watched yet. I'm really on the fence with this, so I'm going to see if you can sell me or not, because you won't have seen it yet either. Um, do you remember Unbroken? Frank Unbroken 2? Yes, it's, it's on Sky Movies. Now, IMDb, the reviews for that are selling to me as a Christian redemption story. Yes. Which I'm not too keen on, but then I really enjoyed the first one, and I'm thinking... No, we didn't enjoy the first one. No, we didn't. We liked the book. I liked the first one, the first one was already okay. the movie. Um, and I'm thinking, would it be nice to have a conclusion? Because we've read the book, so we're not a conclusion, but would it be nice to see it in... Do I, do I want to be sold a Christian well, kind of... Is it a, I don't know if it's just people Christian right, okay. bashing as well, so I don't know where to so go with it. First I'm, not I'm not anti-Christian, I'm not no. a fucking Roman, you know, I'm not going to be alive. I'm not, I'm not, I just, you know, I'm not anti-religion, that's all. I'm not anti-religion, so that's why I'm saying that. I'm not going to be Christian. I just the don't first want to be film ends with him being rescued from... Spoilers, from rescued from the prison camp and going yeah. back home. Yes. Right. I'm thinking right now, what did he do after that? So after, but apparently had you know a really big kind of long battle with PTSD. Um, he became an alcoholic, drugs and stuff like that. So, so that's you know, the story. He, he went really yeah, and then he found redemption in the form of God. God okay. um, yeah, and as I said, when you read IMDb, there is a lot of you know that this is you know this this is a Christian movie. You know that this is a, you know. There's God a lot of them out just now. They they actually because they sell really well in the red states. Yeah. So. There's a whole industry that turns these sort of like usually for playing relatively decent actors. Mm, like yeah, that one, yeah. remember that one, Risen? Uh huh. That yes. was the same yeah, idea. Yeah, There's uh-huh. one out recently, I think it's called, is it Unbreakable or something like that? It's about a guy who falls through the ice. 
and he goes into a coma and he's basically the family praying for his redemption and so he's sold to try to come back it's all about the power of God and stuff like that yeah. um, and it's got Popa Grace and stuff in it it's got a really good yeah. cast there's one called The Shack remember it was out last year again same idea about a girl I think it's about a young girl who gets it starts with visions and things like that so yeah. there's this whole industry that we probably we're not aware of because it's not big in this country where yeah. big actors starting these sort of like very sort of these roles these kind of roles it's just a job to them and I, I, again I mean, I'm, I'm not against you know religious ideas or religious. I, I think you know if faith gives you comfort it's a fucking good thing watch these films but I don't know if I should, um, we should make a pact we'll both watch it this weekend we'll talk about it next week yeah okay, okay. let's go for it. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll both watch because we've seen the first one we've read the book so yes. you know we have got not, not an exhaustive but you know we've got a, a, we're decent, in the game. a decent knowledge about it yeah so let, let's go for it yeah fuck it there you go You've heard it live on air. Pack. Next week we'll be talking about Unbroken 2 at some point. On the back of Robert Johnson, we've just done a devil's pack. We have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to some more sort of bigger releases, some, some yeah. cinema, some... Some uh, current games. Some current games, yeah. Um, so the first one up is, you've not seen it, but I have, and I'll about it quickly, is Aladdin. Ah, yes. Directed by Guy Ritchie. Obviously who did Lockstock. Uh, do you like Guy Ritchie? Are no. you a fan? I'm, no. I'm not a fan. I, I don't think he's a bad filmmaker. I just Not a fan of his I'm style of filmmaking. I, I am just, I've never yeah. been in... I mean, I've tried like, Lockstock and stuff, and I've just never felt... I think Sherlock Holmes maybe more so because the source yeah. material wasn't his. So yeah. he's, he's lifting from that, and I think that's maybe why. But Aye. things like Lockstock and Snatch and stuff, yeah. but I never... No, really I'm not a fan of him. Yeah. I'm not really a fan. I think he's sort of one of those guys. He's, I'm not a fan of gangster movies generally. To be yeah, honest. yeah. Um, he has branched away from the gangster stuff, and he's doing more like King Arthur. Is what he's done. Remember? Yes. Which we remember. Um, I never, I never seen it. And you know what? I'm kind of, I'm actually genuinely glad that I've not no. seen it. You know what? Well, I don't want to see it. Yeah, so in Sherlock Holmes, as well, what you said, and yeah. Sherlock Holmes Two, what I can't remember what it's called. Like a shadow, or shadows, some, 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 some shadow, shadow gamer, some, game some yeah. shadows anyway. Done that one. So he is one of those guys. He's done. Um, some, he's trying to branch away from that sort of thing. Um, I think he's almost put into shadow now by his old producer. Who's his producer? Matthew Vaughn. Right, okay, right, Kingsman. Right, Kingsman, okay. Kick yeah. Ass, Stardust. Yeah, I think so, yeah, you, you fucking nailed it there. Yeah. Right. So he's like, almost like, fuck you, like, my god, you would be a good guy to do. Well, she would hope he would celebrate his friend's success. I think he does, yeah. I think yeah. he does, I think he does, yes. Um, so, what this film is, it's a plot of Aladdin. It's <laughs> street Rat. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> street Rat finds Lamp, or Jafar makes him find Lamp, gets a genie, wants to film Love the Princess. Yes. It's the same story as the cartoon, there's no difference in the story. Singing and dancing as well. Singing and dancing as well. So, the and big question here is, so, big boots to fill with this one, because in the original Disney cartoon, not the original, but the Disney cartoon, cartoon. the genie was played by... Robin Williams. In this one you've got Will Smith. Trying to fill those shoes. It's a big shoes to fill. Is it shit to compare them, first of all? Yes. Yeah, because people will. So people, you're, you're, you're going to. Yeah, you're yeah. going to. You're going to. Um, you get Will Smith playing the genie. You've got Mina Masood playing um, Aladdin. He's in Jack Ryan, the TV show, if you'll watch that. Never seen it. Um, you've got Naomi Scott playing Jasmine. Yeah, she uh, she's from. She's a Pink Power Ranger, the Power Ranger movie recently. Ah, right, okay. She's yeah. also she's in cool. Terranova as well. Um, you've got um, Marine Kazui. He is in Ben Hur and Orient Express. He plays. Yeah, I don't know who you mean. Yeah, yeah he yeah, plays from. Jafar. Yeah. And you get Nassim Pedra, I think her name is. She's from New Girl. She plays um, Jasmine, sort of like handmaiden. Okay, so that's that's a that's a cast. Um, put it out there. It's obviously the latest Disney remake. Follows some apart to other Disney remakes, in which case it, it doesn't really do anything different. It just sort of tries yeah. to build upon it. Um, for the most part, it feels like a cover band doing stuff. It just doesn't feel it feels just odd. Like there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. 
Yeah. But it just you don't give a shit. Is it necessary? It's, it's not, completely not, unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same at all? Because I quite enjoyed the Jungle Book reboot. I, I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed Cinderella. Well, she says a lot, but I enjoyed Cinderella. I yeah, think. I actually did. Um, did enjoy Beauty and the Beast? Maleficent I enjoyed. That wasn't a, a bit, it's still though. based on a story, but yeah. Didn't enjoy Yeah, same Beauty and the Beast kind of no. fell short for me. Dumbo yeah. fell short as well. Alice in Wonderland, first one good, second one was pish. I think both fell yeah. short. Yeah. But I think that's the problem with some of these films is, see if you base it on something iconic, like, say, example, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, everyone watched them as kids, we all know them. We're, we're deeply invested in them. If you remake it and you've got something really special and I looked at it, you come across it's like you're just sitting there waiting going, I watched it a bit, I love in this film. Oh it's not the same, oh that shit, I like it is better than the original. Yeah. Never have we seen anything done in these live action films that go, that was a better way of doing it than the cartoon done it. Nothing. As a as a a credit a praise due to the fact that they're doing this live they're taking no. a lot of fucking animation that no. just absurd in no. making it live action. I didn't I don't think there's any no. can't really give that. There's no wow. There's no wow factor. You know in fact, if anything, it lacks all the charm. It definitely lacks the energy of the cartoon. The cartoon is like a time frenetic and it just it, yeah. it moves and the songs are fantastic and it feels like a big Broadway number at times. This one, the guys in the film have not got the pipes to do it. Will Smith He's an enjoyable rapper, we all know him as a rapper, he is the Fresh Prince. Yeah. You know, we like him for that. He has not got a Broadway voice. He cannot hit when he's doing Arabian Nights at the start, no. no. He doesn't do it. When he's doing Friend Like Me is not bad, he can, he can, no not Friend Like Me. Yeah, Friend Like Me is not bad, he's, he's sort of rapping that a little bit, so it, it, he's doing his own spin on it. It, it, it works to an extent. Works mostly works. When he's doing what's the song when they come into um, Prince Ali? Mm-hmm. That he oh that yeah, is a fucking that, that is fucking awful because it's just it, that is made you feel like that's my favorite bit in the whole Aladdin. I love that bit in Aladdin. Like, it's such a frenetic, brilliant. Just it has everything going on in it. Just, it's so engaging and it's so it's just so colourful and bright and it moves and it moves. And this it's slow, it's pedantic. You're like going, oh, what the so fuck? Yeah. And that's the problem. The film itself looked for a Disney film it probably cost about 120, 130 million. It kind of looked a bit cheap. Well, it looked a little bit like, hmm, fuck, that's what you're going to go with? Like, the mate, like it's, it, doesn't have any, it doesn't have a scale of epicness to it that you think Disney should have, you know? It's yeah. It looks all like matte paintings and... Which is not good. Jill, what was your thoughts on it? You're a bigger Disney fan than Richard Aladdin. Yeah, no. No? Oh, well. Didn't like it. Jill yeah. didn't like it either, yeah. so well. They throw in, they do the thing, throw in some new songs into it and they don't in any way come close to matching the, the original songs. Right, let's go for the let's go for the fucking cute appeal then. The tiger and the monkey. Monkey, the book monkey looks good. Tiger looks good, but they have no real role in the film. Yeah, yeah. Because the monkey was really cute. And he had quite a not a big role in it, but you know, he the, was, the, the, there's no real, bit. there's no real kind of, You don't really feel any sort of relationship between Aladdin and Apu. Apu, sorry, not Apu. Apu, not Apu, <laughs> not Simpsons. Apu. Um, I say with Jasmine and is it Raja? Yeah. You don't really see much between that. You sort of Raja grows at people, and she's yeah. and, and that he doesn't. Like, there's no relationship built between them. Yeah. You felt in the first one. Because oh, even I mean, even even the, the Iago is the Iago, uh, the the parrot. Yeah, but he, I was going to say even the carpet. The captain has a personality. Do you know what I mean? The carpet, but, the yeah. carpet does all right, but again, it still it feels it's not yeah. it's not anywhere near the same. Wow, this this is, this is not good. Yeah, like I said. And then, in every way, it's not a bad film. And if you take it away, if you don't ever watch the Aladdin, the, 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 the cartoon, yeah. you probably think it's all right. You probably yeah. think it's fine. 
But in, in comparison, you go, this, it's just a poor. But it's going to make its money next. Oh, it's making shit tons of money. Um, because the, the, they've already got Mulan, Mulan Lion King, yeah. King, Little Mermaid, I think, has been the, announced as well. been announced, but there's no involved in that yet. Um, and, 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 and I tell you, man, I'm, I'm going to cut my wrist when they do fucking Robin Hood. So I'm, I'm oh, that'll break me. Yeah, no, yeah. I've had enough, man, at that point. Oh, they're salt in the stone, I'm, I'm out. I will take her out for some of the South, though. Dude, no, it's not. That is a fucking live action movie. No, it's not going to Or possibly the Goofy movie. Who would play a live action Goofy? Who could do that? Jim Carrey. That does seem a good shout, yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, maybe even maybe Ed Helms, something like that. Oh, good shout. Ed Gein, I like him. He's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, back to so Will Smith. Yes. Um, again, it's a dick move to do, but Will Smith, Robin Williams, give no me a little uh, there's, no, there's no comparison. Did they try and give yes. them the same setup? They give them the same Is setup, the same songs. He, he tries to inject some of the, the humour that, that, and make some of the same jokes that's made in the wrong, in the, the Aladdin film. But when it's not done, I know, I know the Robin Williams is only a voice performance, but it's a fucking hell of a voice performance. It's Robin Williams cut loose and it's like, go do your shit. Uh-huh. It's a shame we're trying to cop him though, because Will Smith, I mean... It, He's a charming guy. He can it, be very it can calm, be, be very yeah, It's not been funny after all, but you know he's got. It's a shame that this wasn't. He was wasn't let off his leash and say, yeah. "Go for it." You know, have fucking fun with this. Yeah, they felt. It's the same problem that they felt too scared to do anything different, so they end up doing the same thing but not doing it like the original, and, mm. and you just feel bored by it, and it's just it's not what you want. Um, without spoil, it's not a spoiler. Fuck you. Everyone yeah. knows fucking Aladdin. Yeah, um, but you were saying in the original animation, the genie's blue. Yes. In this, the genie's not always blue. He, no, he's blue at the start when he first put out the lamp, and then for the last wave of the film, he is Will Smith. Smith. Which sounds a lot to me like when Stallone done Dread, it's arms versus Stallone. I'm wearing a fucking won't, helmet. Yeah, it yeah. sounds a bit like that. Is that what's happened? It, it, it I mean, also, could be like, can't be asked to paint them blue every day. Is that not CGI'd on? Oh, they could be asked to paint them blue every day. That's fucking lazy film yeah, making right there. Make them blue, he's a fucking genie. Exactly. Can I but, think about it? I don't think the genie's ever not blue. Yeah, it's genies don't look like people are fans of Smith, but they don't fucking look like Europe. You know, the blue? Yeah, you know, kind of demonic looking or blue or, you know, Disney are demonic. Yeah. You get a boy playing Aladdin, just doesn't have the range, doesn't have the. He's charming enough, and some of the stuff between him and Jasmine is nice and sweet, but it doesn't have the same effect. Oh. Um, Jasmine is decent, she has got a new song which feels completely out of place in the film because it's basically a frozen song. It's, it's, it's their let it go and you just like going back feels fucking totally different from the other songs um, and Jafar has really barely any presence he, he's not scary he's not an over, he doesn't feel like he's involved in the film that much he's like yeah. uh, kind of dull um, so yeah it just, it's like I said it's nothing again nothing bad just nothing necessary about it to be honest which is a shame because it should be special it's you know it's a fucking live action version of Aladdin it should go in and fucking blow your socks off you know yeah. that, that's the thing with these is, I think Disney have got set themselves such a high bar that you know fucking hit that bar you Disney hit the bar there's no reason for or, you not to don't just don't make your own stuff again try and find something new to do but they're going to keep doing this because they are making money they're going to do it they're making a second Maleficent movie what more do we need to know about Maleficent I think that's based on Jolie like playing that character Jolie can open a film people like Jolie that'll do it but I don't get we know she's a cunt we know that what, yeah. what more do we need to know about Maleficent she's a bad person I mean they made two films about Snow White Huntsman and uh, yeah, yeah. Huntsman Winter War Which or something which I just quite enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but again you know about Snow White and Huntsman it's not really it's not a yeah. story yeah. you know so yeah so out of ten I'm giving it five 
home for a Disney movie. Yeah, Fuck me, what out with fucking Song of the South? <laughs> said that. What, what would you like to see them make into live action? Um, honestly, I don't really care to one. Um, really? I can't really think of any I'd actually really want to see. Rescue Rangers? Is that Disney? That's not a movie, though. That's a cartoon. Oh, no, you're thinking of the, the, the rescuers. You're thinking, oh, that's a cartoon. Um, what about up? No. I don't see any Pixar live action. Imagine if Walter Matthew was still alive playing I mean, the main I'm, character from up. That would work. That would be, I mean, I, Charles, Charles Dance playing the baddie. Dude, she know. Ah, she has highly aboused here. Yeah, she be should work The wee fat kid from um, Spider Man Homecoming playing the bad, uh, the wee kid. Yeah, we would need to resurrect Walter Matthew, but you're not on that. No, not want it. Do not want it at all. Do you know? I don't want any Pixar stuff to make live action. None at all? Not I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm not doubt they could do something with it, but I, I don't want to see it. I, just, I feel like it, it, just, it would ruin Charles Dance. Time. That was good. That, I liked that, that, I liked that a lot. Like Charles that, that was really, <laughs> I was going to see McKellen, maybe the old guy, but he needed to kind of prosthetic take his nose again. And but he has, he's, he's a more of Charles Dance, yeah, whatever, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, for the good guy. Uh-huh. For the good guy, yeah. maybe. Anyway, we're not. Sorry, right. Don't oh, give right. fucking Disney oh. ideas I'm making up. Next film is a Netflix one. You've not seen this one, so we'll get onto one you actually in a minute. This one's called The Silence. Did you watch this one? No. No. I it, don't know. Did you know why I didn't watch it? Right. You, you're going to tell me why I didn't watch it. Okay. Why? Directed by John R. Leonetti, who directed Annabelle and Butterfly <laughs> Effect 2. My size aren't come across in this mic really sure. <laughs> um, I can tell it or not. Uh, starring Stanley Tucci. We love the Tucci. We do love Stanley Tucci. Yeah. He's not a lead man, though, is he? Yeah, I think he is. In certain roles. Not okay. maybe in this. Uh, Miranda Otto. Who's that? She's, um, she's Tom Cruise's wife in War of the Worlds. She's, uh, right, okay. she's um, oh, yeah. the the Arwen, not Arwen thingy um, in Lord of the Rings. She's uh, the horse. Oh, oh, I like her a lot. Like yeah, you. she's really cool. She's good. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she's fucking great. Actually, actually. Great. And you've got Kieran Shipka, who is from Mad Men and also now playing Sabrina on the Sabrina TV okay. show. Okay, cool. good actress. Um, the story of this is basically it's um, something comes to something comes to her, released from Earth. Um, sort of like bat alien things that potentially hunt by um, sound. So if you make any noise, they come after you. Stucci, Otto, and Shipka are a family who are trying to escape this. They, they're travelling through the countryside, coming across dangers both, you know, supernaturally almost with the, the monsters and also, you know, the real humans who are the real devils in the, the, the play. Um, and that's essentially them just battling for survival in this new world. I have seen this. Oh no, sorry, it was a quiet place I seen, sorry. <laughs> you make a good point. It's very, very much in the shadow of the quiet place, which looms exceptionally large over it. Um, this film does try and do something in the third act to try and differentiate it from the quiet place. That's where it really falls apart. I mean, to be honest, that's yeah, what oh, I'm like, yeah. like, oof. Um, it's very much made for TV sci-fi. It's okay. kind of ideal for Netflix. It's, it's a Netflix movie. It's, it's, something, you, it's something you get in this... You know the film with um, Blue Diamond Phillips, Bats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels like that. Right. Okay. You know, but without the awesomeness of Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, it's not really played for laughs either. You know. It's, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it's kind of that. It's that kind of level of film though. You know, where it's like it's not going to get in the cinema, but as a DVD watch, a Friday night watch, it's not a bad watch. Um, I suppose it's going to happen when you get something like the Quiet Place and things like that, or even, even let's take oh, it by today's the thing, Bug Box, yeah, uh, you are going to get, it, it, it spawns ideas, which isn't always a bad thing, yeah. do you know what I mean, because then you get, that, that's what big sci-fi movies, you know, it, it kind of evolves the genre, so it's not a bad thing, no. but it can be hit and miss. Oh, it did hit and miss, yeah. and also, 
it doesn't you appreciate something like The Quiet Place it was done so beautifully and so amazingly and yeah. so well paced and the tone of it is so spot on yeah. that when it's not quite hitting the mark you go I can see how that film can, The Quiet Place could very easily have been failed yeah. if they just didn't quite get it bang on perfect yeah um, right so performances first of all Tucci he's Tucci he's fine he's good he can occasionally Tucci's known to maybe Maybe swing harder for the fences than is required, you know. But Nick Cage at times? Not so much. I think any time this film, maybe, no, I can't, I, maybe once he kind of goes a little bit and you're like, oh, don't they? do that. No. Yeah. Bring it back, bring it back. Um, Somebody get to chase good. Miranda Otto is again, she's one of these people, she's consistently always playing someone's, like, the mother. She has got a look of vulnerability about her uh-huh. that is just so she looks sick. naturally captured. She looks sick. She always looks ill to me. She's so pale, she looks like she's no, unwell. she's really pretty and beautiful. She she's funny. pale, she looks so ill. You're a horrible man. I'm, I love her picture, she's a great horrible actress, man. but she's now, she's got this little niche thing of playing these like motherly figures, like yeah. um, Hawkeye's wife has got as well. Yeah, yeah. Same idea. Her mum's like, so Bryce Dallas Howard, she, she's mumsy. Yeah. But in a, a much nicer way. <laughs> uh, I like Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, so, and the young girl, Kieran Shipka, she's good, because she's playing a girl who's recently, uh, she's been injured in an accident so she's deaf now she's actually right. trying, she's trying to engage with deafness because like, she's, she's born with, with hearing and it's hard trying to come to terms with that right okay special effects they're they, they go a little bit Game of Thrones they see episode 3 season 8 where it's like let's make shit dark so we can yeah. cover stuff up right okay they do a little bit of that so there is you can see there's, there's constraints of budget yeah. um, what it did feel like and because of the third act in it which was interesting it feels like a TV pilot like there's, 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 a, there's, a TV, there's a TV series here of how this unfolds and how this continues yeah. on but the they kind of went oh we can't really get the money for the TV pilot so we'll just put a we've got to do the end we can fuck it through the movie would it work as a TV series? yeah definitely do you yeah. think there is there's legs there it could run me I think it sounds like there, there could be because of the third act the way what they're trying to do with the third act there's definitely sort of um, a, a scope to be a TV show right. and you can probably put, it'd be hard to do if you like a, a TV show where Sound is at a premium, that'd be, yeah. that'd be quite tough yeah. to pull off, but that feels like what they were aiming for. It has a lot of feel of that show Fallen Skies, remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. It'd be in that kind of vein a little bit, sort of something along those lines. Not a bad show at all. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed yeah. Fallen Skies, yeah. what it was, yeah. Um, so, with that, it, 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 by no means a bad film, by no means a great film, but yeah. hour and a half long, past the time, and you see those ideas there that maybe didn't quite hit what they should have hit. But you've seen the same thing done once, and like I said, it makes you appreciate things like the quiet place. In terms of, I mean, I suppose let's give it a fucking comparison. Let's give it a, a kind of basic reality. Your Netflix subscription is eight quid a month. I mean, oh, there's yeah. shit like this, and yeah, you're not going to get fucking, you know, Marvel fucking Avengers or stuff like that. But you know, for what you're paying, yeah, I give us all six out of ten. Better than Aladdin. Better than Aladdin. Wow. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Um, now on to one you have seen and on Netflix release. Oh, right, okay. Okay, it's called Rim of the World. Yes. Directed by McGee. Yes. Who directed Charlie's Angels, Terminator Salvation, Three Days Kill. Full Throttle as well. Full Charlie's well. Angels. Done a film last year for Netflix called The Babysitter, which we both quite enjoyed. We did enjoy it. That was a decent film. I didn't um, quite like that. He's not a terrible, terrible... I mean, they had, the, the Charlie's Angels films are actually all right. Okay. I think. Okay. Did they have? They have the action movies that they're not too bad. Um, Babysitter was really good, and he's done a lot of kind of MTV music videos as well, this fella. He's okay. also, Joe's favourite show is um, Supernatural. Right. And he's very much responsible for he's, doing he's Supernatural. He's involved in that, that as well. Heavily. So, I mean, he, he's 
you know, he's, he's a journeyman. He can direct. He, he, he can, can make a fucking film. Is what we're saying. Yeah. So, so the what the happens? F- the plot of this film is where four kids meet at summer camp. Probably at summer camp, aliens invade the earth. Yeah. Um, well, they're at summer camp. Aliens invade the earth. They take away everyone apart from a few. I don't think they take them out. They, they, they flee and they leave them behind. Flee behind. Yeah. That's right, yeah sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought they took them away because they disappeared no. very quickly. Because the left one who was drunk, I mean, they just remember they left the sign saying going to city. Aye, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the four of them um, are now left to try and fend for themselves while aliens are attacking them and they're trying to find a way to get. They're given a, a spacecraft crashes into the summer camp with the key on how to destroy the aliens and they've got to try and get this key to NASA. Yes. In order to stop the aliens from destroying Earth. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, in the film, you get no one you know. It's, a uh, guy called Jack Gore, Maya Check, Benjamin Flores Jr., and Alessio Salzotto. Was there any notable actors in that? There was not. That was very interesting. Yeah. There was absolutely not a single name back there in this. Yeah. Go, right, yeah. I know who they are. Yeah. Netflix has been good so far. I've put at least one name back there. You know, even the babysitter had somebody, I can't remember who it was, the yeah. mum and dad yeah, were, 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 were well known. Yeah. I had names to the extent. So this was very odd. Um, I've talked a lot this now, so what, what do you think of this film? I thought this film was the ram of the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the pun. Um, I, I, I didn't. I, I love the genre. I love sci-fi. Yeah. Um, I love 80s, 90s. I love movies, references. I love the goodies. Um, this film was none of that. It okay. was just fucking lazy, lazy writing, filmmaking, terrible acting, poor special effects. The, the main thing is. I thought they were okay. Oh no. For a B movie, for a straight oh, DVD. I've played PlayStation games that fucking smoother than a shit. But what got me um, a lot was the, the, the kids are all average age, 13 to 14 year old. The stuff they're saying is, is, is written for kids that are like. 18, 19, maybe in 20s. It just, it, it was unnatural, do you know what I mean? It's like, you're like, no, don't, kids don't, a lot of kind of sexual in and stuff like that. Um, we were talking about it a wee bit last week, and you were saying, there's a lot of movie references as well, and you're like, hold on a minute. It's, it's not movie, it's movie references that the kids would, like, it's film set in, like, obviously 2018, yeah. and the kid who's, like, 14 is yeah. making gladiator references. Which, Which fair enough, they might have seen it, but did I? I mean, yeah, also, you're right. Is that the film you're going to go with? Yeah. Go? And if you make a reference in this film, is that the film you're going to go with? Did it not feel like it was just one big long stream of movie references? At times, yes. And it was just like, we get to make G, do you know what I mean? Just fucking stop. Um, <sighs> plot holes a bit. Plot fucking holes. At one point, right, without spoilers, you couldn't spoil this movie because it's so shit. <laughs> At one point, the kids are getting attacked by an alien who launches himself at the kids who take cover behind a spaceship and the next shot is the kids are like 100 metres away and you're like, hold on a minute, that's not how time and distance works, you know, (laughs) well, fucking stop, and I don't notice shit like that in movies because I'm, you know, I'm just happy to go on with it and I'm like, no, hold on, when I say hold on, I think that's when I question movies and I'm like, no, I'm calling bullshit. Fair enough. Sorry, whoa. (laughs) Um, <laughs> Back call. I can be I'm be a bit I can be a bit softer on it. I yes. think it's 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 definitely a Netflix film. But you can tell it, it, it's Netflix, oh, yeah. it's not made for a cinema release and I totally get that. Um it's it's trying to hone in that B movie sci fi with a twist of like the Goonies in yeah. there as well. Um, but again, it feels like a TV pilot. Yeah. You yeah. feel like it's it's trying to sell a bigger world. Yeah. And then it has to rush to a conclusion. Yeah. Um 
the problem, the same problem I have with you is it looks like it should be a, like a teen adventure movie. Aye. Like, like I said, like The Goonies or like Flight the Navigator. But then you have these language and innuendo and references go like, that's really off kilter. It just and, doesn't fit the character. Uh, the, the, and it, and it, but it does all the same things that teen movies do when you have the whole kind of like friendship montage and stuff like that. Yeah. But it feels out of place yeah. in this film. And I can, I, can, I, can, I can imagine you sort of like putting this film on for the kids. And walking away. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking, yeah. yeah. You'd, be, you'd be horrified. You'd walk in and mid sentence you'd be like, oh shit, I've uh-huh. corrupted my children. Yeah, you think <laughs> it looks every inch that kind of film. Yeah. And then you walk in and you're like, oh, this is it's not that kind of not film. It's not a kids' movie at all. Yeah. Um, it also, I, I really didn't like the stereotypes, you know, the, the kind of mouthy rich black kids yeah. and, you know, the, the kind of smart. Asian kid, the, the kind of geeky ginger kid, yeah. you know, the Latino kid with the action. It, it kind of hit every, every fucking cool. stereotype you could you can imagine. It just aimed at all of them, you know. What do you think of the kids generally in the film? Um, the one that I had the least to do was actually the best in it, the, the, the Asian girl. Because yeah. she was very, she was quite quiet through it and she probably came off best for it. The rest of them were pretty, pretty beautiful. I thought the most of them were alright. I didn't like the Benjamin Flores Jr., the, the, the the rich kid. Yeah, yeah. He just, the mouthy one. He yeah. seemed like, probably because he had he had all the mouthy yeah. lines. He seemed the one that maybe disconnected the most with it. Obnoxious. He came across obnoxious. Letting Goonies, you know, was charming there, but in no. this, he's like, no, no. You're, you're not. Yeah, you're not this child, and you're not. Yeah. 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 It's um. It's. I can. I don't think it's an awful film. I think it is, it's totally. It's just a Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's completely disposable. And Do you think that the product placement really annoyed me? Adidas. There was, wasn't there? Um, there, there was. But I just, I think it's a shame. Like, something like with as I say, not all his films have been great. But you know, the man can make a film of it. You know, it was, in, uh, generally, Netflix seem to be happy to go. You make a film. Right. You know, we're not going to tell you. We make you make the film, and if that's his idea. Well, see, the thing is, like, the babysitter. I think he was trying to do similar with this with the babysitter. The babysitter takes a sort of the teen sleepover film, yeah. kind of horror genre a little bit, yeah. and puts a twist on it. Yeah. And I liked it. I genuinely thought maybe it was really funny. I thought some of the deaths were really fun. I thought it was it was a well well structured, well paced, mm. had nice bit of charm to it, had some good funny moments in it, and it worked for me as a film. It worked really well. Yeah. I think he's trying to do that same subversiveness with this different genre, but he's went. If he's done it maybe one step over the line and babysitter, he's went, alright, we'll go five to the line, that'll be funnier. And it's like, it's not, it, it, it feels too inauthentic yeah. in, in, in at that point. It feels I think that's, I think that's the problem with Netflix is, yeah, you've got this creative reign, but you've not got anyone to rein you in when you get a bit stupid with that creativity. Maybe, right. I, don't, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, I don't, I don't understand movies enough to, to, to Also, they, they're, they're in a world where they, they have no worry about putting stuff in the cinema. They can say, they can put it out yeah. as an 18 and they go like, fuck you, it's up to you to watch your kids and tell them what to watch. Yeah, do what you want, yeah. Yes, man, it's, the, kind of, it's changing movie watching, yeah. it is, it's becoming a different kind of game now, you know, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, out of ten? Out of ten, I'd probably give it a three. Oh, that's hard. Maybe three and a half, there you go. Because it's a, it's a B-movie, sci-fi, I do like a B-movie, so I'm going to give it a 6. Oh, but better than I had him. I enjoyed oh. it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Did I, you laugh? I did get it a few bits. Oh, you big change. I know, I'm a kid. I did get it a few bits. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, again, it's an it's hour and a half long. I'm all saying, get it cut down. Yeah. So it worked as a film in that way. It, sort of, it moved at pace. And for an hour and a half, it was relatively entertaining for an hour and a half. 
Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, last film of the night. Oh, big one. Big one. Suburb Blockbusters are upon it, sir. They are indeed. I think it's out till next, this week, but apparently it was out on Wednesday. Yeah, that was strange. It's out tomorrow officially, yeah. but it was. on Wednesday for some reason. Is this the first summer Blockbuster? This isn't that this is the kind of floodgates open. I, 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 I don't know when summer starts now because I mean, yeah. in every inch, every inch, Avengers is a summer blockbuster. In Scotland, never. There's yeah. no summer in Scotland. So it's almost like between about, what, April? Late April yeah. to about September, every week there's something new big of this elk coming out. So it feels like a weekly thing. Yeah, and um, of course we're talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Or as we like to call him, Godzilla. 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 Created <laughs> uh, by Mike Dot. Doubtry, I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, who directed Krampus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Trick or Treat? Also a writer. He wrote um, Superman Returns. Oh. X Men Two, which given one for X Men Two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also wrote X Men Apocalypse. So I mean, everyone's got everyone's got. God giver. God take him away. So thought this film say it forty-five years after the original Godzilla. Five years. Five years after yeah. it. Yeah. It sort of Godzilla is essentially. Someone wants to basically use all the titans, the old monsters, yes. to basically fan off the world. Okay. You kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I like that. That's good. It's it kind of works. You're welcome, you're welcome. And Godzilla, essentially, on the good guy side, he's there to, to bring balance to the world and bring and bring these creatures under control. At the same time, there's many a human story going on about who's doing this and what's going on with the world. That, there is a lot of exposition in this film. Yeah. Unnecessary exposition, because yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I want to see Godzilla go and tear around In the ex- very extensive human cast, you've got Kyle Chandler, who I like Kyle Chandler a lot. Who's he been in? Wolf of Wall Street. Who was he in that? He's a detective going after him, remember the ah, one? Ah, yes, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. also in Super 8. Right, yeah. And yeah. he's also in. Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Mm-hmm. He looks very like Mark Duplass. He does, doesn't he? He's yeah. got Duplass. I don't think he's quite got the everyman appeal about him. I think he has. I, I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think he's got the everyman appeal. Uh, you get Vera Farmiga. Who's from The Conjuring and stuff like that. Conjuring, yeah. also in Bates Hotel. Got it, yeah. yeah. Never seen that. Uh, yeah. you got Charles Dance, the poor mentioned. Yes. Yeah, do you know what? Charles Dance can do a lot with that look, can't he? He's, 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 he's in a fucking career at that instantly, look. Instantly, you're a bastard. Yeah. You're straight away. Did he well, see nothing? When Charles Dance walks on, did everyone go, oh, I wonder if he's a good guy or something? <laughs> it's like, no, it's fucking not good. It's Charles fucking Dance. Um, when did... Uh, Garden Path, sorry, just for two minutes. Um, years and years and years ago, back in the 80s, what yep. is it? There was a, a mini TV series called Firstborn. Right. Um, Star Charles Dance as good guy in it. Oh, wow. This is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen, and I, I want to try, I don't know if you can get it anymore. It's called Firstborn, research for myself. The premise is that um, they managed to impregnate a gorilla with a human embryo I'm sold already <laughs> I, I, I love monkey um, man which is born and kind of grows up to become this boy who's kind of attuned to this ape and stuff like that right. um, who's Charles Dance in this? he's the dad slash professor I'm saying you made um, a bad guy in this it's, it's not really that's what I'm saying he's actually a kind of good guy because okay. um, but, but the kid ends up kind of killing someone because he's you know, he's a monkey but he doesn't he looks like your eyes okay. he's not um but it's, it's really, really sad and touching and stuff like that. And the side element from back then in the 80s is probably relevant now, you know, yeah. more so than it was back yeah, then. Right, okay. um, but it's called Firstborn, and it, it, it's a stunning piece of TV. Which Charles does, and for once he doesn't play a complete cunt. Um, right. I think he's a bit kind of cold at times, isn't it? Right, okay. But overall, he's the kind of dad doctor who 
Millie Bobby Brown. Who is better known as? Eleven. From? Junior Things. Yes. Yep. Um, you also get Ken Watanabe. I do like it. He, he is the most sincerest looking man. Oh my god, yeah. He says something you would not do. You could tell me the sky is yellow and I would like, believe him. Go, yeah, yeah, Because he's so sincere yeah, and, and convincing and, and trustworthy. He's a beautiful person. You've got Zia Zhang, I believe her name is. The, yes. Yep, she's in it. Um, she's from. Yeah, the, the, the tissue that drags yeah. it in. It will, well, David Strathairn turns up as well. Yeah. yeah. And also Brad Whitford as well. And I like Bradley Whitford. He was actually funny in it. Yeah. He was not too bad. Um, what do you think of this one? Okay, uh, straight for the jugular here, right? We're both Godzilla fans. Love Godzilla. We do love Godzilla. Uh, straight for the, first, first thing I'm going to just on the table with Millie Bobby Brown. Uh huh. Terrible actress. Ah, that's harsh. I think she is. Great at 11, but nothing much does. else. I think. I, it's, it's, I know she's still a kid oh, and okay. she's still to develop obviously a career and, and it's just, she's still learning what she's doing in the car but she's having I don't think she's got any range whatsoever Fair I enough. was never at any point convinced by her character I haven't seen her enough stuff to justify your statement but I, I can, I, I, I'll, I'm interested to see where she goes because I've only really seen her in this and as um, do you think she's got I mean, did, did you Invest in her character in Godzilla. I did not invest in a single human character in this story. <laughs> there is a shit ton. Apart from Ken. Apart from Ken. Yeah. There is a shit ton of human character in this with a shit ton of plot. No, sorry. Not enough plot, yeah. but they're trying to fucking stretch it out as much they, as possible. They just can. keep talking about sonar frequencies over and over. over. And it's like, I, I got See, the first time you said it, right. I got it. There is. Don't you keep telling me every. There are quite ridiculous plot holes in this. Oh, fuck yeah. Some of the dialogue. Bigger than Godzilla. Yeah. And he's big in this one. <laughs> um, the dialogue at times is truly cringeworthy. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it definitely feels like a first draft. But I'm going to hazard the guess that me and you didn't go to see this for the no. dialogue. <laughs> even even with that, the thing it had Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah. I'm I was sold instantly. Yeah. I was involved. I was investing. Any time they were on screen, I'm like I fucking love this. Yeah, because yeah. um, I want to see them fight. Yeah, and the, the, that's why you know. Thing. Yeah, you're going to see. Godzilla beating the shit out of a fucking a three-headed dragon and you know screwing him off. Yeah. that's what I'm going to see. Yeah. Um, I always see Godzilla bite the head off of a three-headed dragon. Which he does. Which he does. Yeah. Well, spoilers. Right. You know he's going to. That happened in the first like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just fucking going with that yeah. fucking head. Um, overall, yeah, when the monsters were there, right? You know, your heart kind of beats. You look you know, you like you, you kind of eyes go anime. You know, Japanese. You're like, about. Three weeks ago now, perhaps a month ago, there was a big hoo-ha um, about a Game of Thrones episode. Yes. Where everyone went nuts because they couldn't see what the fuck happened. There was a big battle filmed in complete fucking darkness, darkness yep, with yep. a lot of noise. This had a little bit of that. There was no daylight. Whatever. It, it would just kind of subdue the lightning and dull it down. I get it's stylistic and, you know, the lighting was cool, but I want to fucking see... Every punch, bite, yeah. snarl, growl, sweat. I want to see it all, and I couldn't. Um, 
the editing was, I don't know, I don't notice editing as we both know. When I do notice it, it's because it's bad. Was choppy as fuck. Yeah, 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 jump, jump, jump. I'm like, no, don't, don't chop. What's he doing? No, he's gone. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, there. it's um, choppy and the shaky cam is too much. Again, now you, you, this, you pay. Go shaky or don't, don't fucking go shaky. Then don't. Do you know, just, you know, come out. Don't fucking yeah. jump about. Sorry, your thoughts. And but with all that, even with all those problems, yeah, yes, 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 still yes, got Godzilla yeah. Rodan and How big was he? How big was he? Godzilla was fucking big. Who was bigger? Fucking Ghidorah was bigger. Huge, massive. Was fucking huge. bigger. Monster was fucking huge as well. Huge. Absolutely. They're all huge. And what about the, 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 the Armitos, the three that we didn't know about? I'm intrigued by them. Yeah, it was a three or four. four I know. Well, they said there's 17 two, in total. Yeah, but we've only seen two crabs and a mammoth. Yes. Yeah. Or a spider, a crab and a mammoth. We get a glimpse of um, Kong as well. Definitely. Not at that point. Oh, at the end, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Kong, so, Kong's Kong's there. Yeah, so there's 17 of these fuckers. Like, oh, we're yeah. getting all excited about this. Um, but, right, so these are lifted from a Japanese fucking movie industry. Um, uh-huh. You know, and the plot doesn't really drive these fucking movies. No, it's, uh, you don't go to see Godzilla, you know, for the juxtaposition of the plot, you go to see a dinosaur kill a dinosaur. Yes. Right. On, on, on terms of that alone, yeah. sir, did it. Did it yeah, in terms of like as a Godzilla movie, I found it immensely <laughs> enjoyable, and I will probably watch it again. Maybe not the cinema, but I'll definitely yeah. buy the DVD or Blu-ray, and I'll definitely watch it. Um, but I can totally see it. this film has been wildly reviewed so yeah. far. Some people absolutely detest it, one-star reviews. Yeah. Some people saying it's a lot of fun. Some people saying it's like very meh. And I can totally see every single opinion. Absolutely. If you're not a Godzilla fan, if you're not a monster movie fan, you will fucking hate this. Why are you watching it? Why are you watching this? I suppose it's a big question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to hate it. Yeah. If you're a fan of Godzilla, as we are, and fan of monster movies generally, then you're going to find something to enjoy in this. Because there's something, like, it's like the same way when I see, when you, well, you more than me, when you see the Millennium Falcon, there's something pings in your heart, and you go, and I love this. When I see Godzilla on screen, there's something in my heart that pings. As as much as the dialogue is bad, and you know, the the, the CGI and stuff like that, and you groan at it, next second Godzilla will do something, and you just light up inside. You're like, oh my god, I mean, fucking wow. We'll probably discuss this off mic with the actual plot of this film, like later on, it's not going to be any spoilers. But this film throws fucking everything, it throws everything at it. It does, yeah. And there's stuff in the film you go, are we not going to expand on it? No, we're going to yeah, leave that no, as it is. That's an, every decision made is quite possibly the worst decision made. <laughs> you're like, why, why, why is this happening? But you yeah. don't care because you know at the end yeah. you're going to see Godzilla beat the shit out of fucking everybody yeah. and anybody. Does it, I don't know if there's a line of dialogue in the entire film that actually makes sense when it's said. Yeah. <laughs> like, people don't speak for that. No one says and they, that shit. The, the Even the lobster universe, no one <laughs> speaks for that. <laughs> <laughs> the off the off a character in this film with so little regard that you're gonna go and is that is that it done? Is that is that, is that kind of finished? Also, how bad a parent is she? Take oh, your terrible. kid to, to, to work day? Like, no, don't terrible. Take your kid to no. your fucking harper. Um, Absolutely no. But terrible. still despite every flaw it's got is is overlooked by Godzilla. It's did, been Godzilla. I can't remember. Not to spoil anything. Did we see what happened to Charles Dance in the film? No, I, I don't even, but that's the point. Do you care? Not really. No, I'm <laughs> exactly. No. That's what I see when you first see Charles Dance walking in the room. Yeah. He's wearing the, what he's dressed in. And he does that look. Oh, yeah. you're a bad but guy. But see, see what he's dressed, right? Yeah. With his scarf and stuff mm. like that, and he's an ex-British mercenary. Yeah. For half a minute, I thought, I think they make him the old Tom Hiddleston. Oh my god. 
Surely not. Do you think? No. Because oh, it, Kong's, shit. Kong's set in shit, six, seventies. Seventies. Oh, fuck. So how old is he? In the, how old is he? Oh, dude, 54, man. That's like 40, 40 years. Isn't it? 30, 50. Oh, oh shit. You bastard. Because obviously he knows how to do this. I'm, I mean, he, 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 he was dressed the same. Don't do this to me. I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm not. That's not. By the way, that's not in the film. Just to be clear, that's not. And if Hiddleston looks down at you, you're at kind of over the, the rim stair. That's ooh. I'm thinking I am. It's not being confirmed in the film, and it's not in the film at all. They've changed the name, of course. But no, I, no. But, but then that that's the thing. But uh, I reckon the next film. The next film is Kong vs Godzilla. I reckon if Charles Dance is not dead uh, in this film, which I'm, I honestly I can't remember, can. remember if he dies or not. Honestly, I you're too busy watching <laughs> fucking Godzilla. He may, he he not be. I have no idea if he is dead or not. It could be if he is still alive. I reckon there'll be a scene where he's saying, "When I was a younger man, I went to I went to Skull Island wow. and I, I met Kong." Wow. Um, Fuck me, you're a prick. I, I hadn't been thought of that. You're also. making me give this movie way more fucking thought than this. Should have yeah. I just want to enjoy the fact that Godzilla was a badass and that's it? Yeah. Nothing else but the movie. I want to forget everything else. Well, I mean, it doesn't detract from the film. You're saying that I, when I first saw him, that's meant. I mean, it's like that was like something. I didn't go there at all. No? Well, well okay. done, sir. You, I think you may be onto something very, very subtle there. Okay, um, so let's you heard it here first, folks. If that there. comes out, I'm fucking. I, I want to. Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Mothra was very, very cute, wasn't she? Mothra looked amazing. Yeah. Mothra really did steal from me, absolutely. Yeah, Mothra was, was um, well done. Rodan looked phenomenal as well. Apparently, that's the director's favourite character, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and he was really kind of in love with the whole Rodan and kind of done the best he could be with stuff. Like Rodan that. looked so, good. So, yeah. um, uh, King Ghidorah was. I liked the idea of the two outside heads were assholes. Yeah. Just like, it was like the Three Stooges all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, someone called them Curly Moan Larry at one point, yeah. That's what it was like, you know, like the middle ones, like, you know, just fucking hell, guys. Calm down, calm down. Yeah, yeah. go kill that for okay? Yeah. I like that idea. Um, to say these other monsters come out of nowhere, I'm like, I, I mean, they mentioned 17 known. known yes, 17 known, they said, It's yeah. giving you seven. Ten of the fuck are still out there, or nine taking Kong out. Ah. Nine of them still out there. What the fuck, man? Exactly. Mecha Godzilla. Mecha. I was disappointed there was no Mecha Godzilla. I thought it went Mecha at one point. I, I was waiting for it, and it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they've done that in Red Player once. So you can't really do that again. So quickly. Oh no, go for it. Go for I, it. I could watch Mecha Godzilla all day. Um, as we are Godzilla fans, compare it to sort of maybe not the old Godzilla. Like it's kind of harsh. If, if, I mean, they also they stand they've alone. Got they got their own. They've, yeah. they've got a sea movie charm of their own. Compare it to the more recent one, so like the Matthew Broderick one. Better, better, because that was quite kind of slow at times, didn't that? They made fucking Godzilla girl who laid eggs. Yeah, wankers. Um, I, I actually quite like that Godzilla, but I did like that more. She's, um, she's not a fucking. He's not she. Godzilla okay. does not fucking have babies. I'm okay. sorry, I don't give a fuck. Jurassic Park falls the eggs. No. Compared to Godzilla, the the most recent 2014 reboot. Yeah, the pacing was a bit better on it. There's um, more Godzilla, which is a good more thing. More Godzilla. Godzilla. Didn't have the acting chops of Brian Cranston, but in the last one, Brian Cranston had nothing to do but act. Yeah. Which is kind of and, weird because you've got gone very quickly. Yeah, you've got this actor who can act like fuck, does nothing, and he goes, but when he does do it, you're like, oh, it's Cranston acting, and this one, he didn't have that. Yeah. Um, let's compare it to the most recent one. Okay. Shin Godzilla. It's not as good as Shin Godzilla. No. Shin Godzilla is a Japanese Godzilla that was released two years ago now. It's the first reboot of the first character. Reboot. The, the character. Um, this movie is. Now the gold standard for Godzilla movies. So it's basically a political thriller. It is very because Godzilla's not in it a lot, and you yeah. know, 
it's just this idea of like what would happen if all hell breaks loose. Yeah. It's almost like a 9-11 parody, and not a parody, but sort of like a it's uh, that idea uh, of like uh, you don't know what's happening, you don't shit is going down, what the fuck do we do is how how does government In react? a world disaster, how does the government deal with it? Uh-huh. And that disaster happened to be Godzilla. Godzilla, who when he did come on was awesome. Fucking hell man, yeah. yeah. He was I think he's been the second biggest this one's been the biggest Godzilla. Yes, Shin so Godzilla was the second biggest yeah. screen adaptation of Godzilla, so yeah. yeah, so that I think Shin Godzilla's gonna be our baseline for Godzilla movies. I agree, yes. And so far it's the fucking Everest so far. Yeah, I mean this doesn't this doesn't really get that close, close to that to it. Yeah, but, this is this is like the bed nervous. Yeah. But I watched it on a big massive screen. Yeah. With amazing sound. I enjoyed it for did you have fun? I had fun watching yeah, it. Did, I enjoyed exactly. it immensely. Yeah, you know, take my money, I had fucking fun. Two hours later I came out, you know, I dismissed, as you said, did Charles Dance die? Who fucking knows? Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't actually care. No, uh, so I mean, I remember Godzilla fucking, yeah. you know, getting nuked and biting heads off and spitting fire and then fucking Mothra and him having a weird sexual thing. Yes. Was that there? That was there, was there definitely. I did not make it up, did I? No, that was no, definitely there. Kill yeah. actually said to me at one point during the film, she went, is it making a romance out of it? I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. How is it possible? They say it's, it's like a symbiotic, it's, it's, not a, it's just a love. It's a I'm just going to narrow down to mouth to ass. Possibly. Um, looking at the human characters <laughs> before we go to mouth to ass, <laughs> what, would you, what would you have kept in the human characters? Like, for example, the Kyle Chandler, Vera Femega, they, they play husband and wife, or strange husband and wife. Would you have kept that story? No, she she was so, like, oh, you... She, she was a cardboard fucking villain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She really was. Um, but then at the end, all, oh, she's not in the one. D- d- don't. J- just. You, know, you think d- keeping the Ken Watanabe, Sally Hawkins yeah, stuff, that could, think, that could have been gone? Not so much Sally, unfortunately. Ken, yeah. definitely. He was a heart this film. Yeah. Um, and without spoilers, um, he's, he's, he's. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He, he was the heart of, of the movie. Yeah. And, I don't know what's going to happen now. They also cast pretty big actors in sort of like minor roles, like, yeah. say, like having like Bradley Whitford in. So if you put Bradley Whitford in your film, you've got to give him something to do. Yes, some of these lines are up. Kate Truffley, Jimmy. Right. Yeah, Shale Jackson. That felt bizarre, didn't Why? it? They could have edited him out of the film, you never knew he was in it. They could have used that budget to tidy up the grown head bit that was really bad CGI. Yeah. We could have maybe taken his budget and put it there. But some yeah. of the CGI was a little bit. There was one or two scenes where not, I was like, oh. Not the fight scenes. I no. thought things were mostly okay. Well, yeah, yeah, but there was like the bit as I say with the head in particular, that yeah. was like, oh. A couple oh, of the other could just come into life on the TV screen, that looked a bit yeah. like a ropey bit kind of yeah. video game. There's a few. But again, I mean, you're looking at, it's a CGI fucking Heavy extravaganza. Show. I mean, you're always going to have a couple, of, even, oh, even like Marvel and stuff, you are now and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, given that, like, if I can have a many shots of CGI, two or three are ropey, yeah. forgivable, absolutely. Yeah. So I was saying, if you want a Godzilla film, it does everything well from a Godzilla film. Yeah. But if you want anything more than that, <laughs> if you want to see a, a very classy, well done Godzilla film, sort of way with a bit more pathos to it, Shin Godzilla. But this, this is fun. fun. Yeah, it's, a, it's a popcorn blockbuster. Um, out of ten? Out of ten, I'd probably give five and a half, six out of ten. I'm giving seven and a half. So, yeah, yeah, a wee bit, a wee bit more. Um, see, I, I, the acting let me down. Um, again, I know she's a kid, but Millie Bobby Brown, I think. Mm, not, I'm not buying into her yet. Buying into her? No. Um, but anyway, next week. There's nothing else. Very little actually. Um, you've got still out is Rocket Man we've not seen. Yep. Um, Secret Life of Pets two we've not seen. Yep. Yep. Uh, Book Smart we've heard very good things for we've not seen yet and I want to see it immensely. 
Um, the only new films out, well, Godzilla technically is new out this week, released by to see it early. Um, Ma is also out, the kind of horror film from Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse, yeah. Um, lady invites a bunch of kids back to her house to have an all right party. And then maybe a thing. Shit happens. Shit happens, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, just what um, I love about it. There's a film out on limited release, we try and find a part that's very good, it's called Thunder Road. Mm. It's about a guy who's sort of suffering from the death, he's definitely his father, and he's going to try to deal with, with that, and it's like it's kind of like a bit of black comedy, I think, the sound of it. But getting excellent reviews, okay. I think it won something at South by Southwest, possibly. Oh, so, okay. one of the kind of film festival award there, I may be wrong with South, I, may, I definitely won a festival award somewhere. And I'm quite disappointed it's not getting a wider release. It's not on Glasgow, it's only on Silverburn, which I think is a bit annoying. That's about, yeah. yeah. Glasgow's maybe becoming you... the wine cave. We want money, we don't care yeah. about um, movie goers. But maybe GFDs and things like that. Maybe just quickly on, on the festival circuit. Um, Sundance, yes. your boy Tarantino. Yeah. Well, that was a can. Sorry, cans. Yeah. Done his film, yeah. um, didn't win the awards. Yeah. Uh, was it called Candy Ors, what was it called? Or Pam it, it went to Pam Dorf, Candy Ors. That's not a shampoo, I got. <laughs> um, went to Parasite instead, Fox and that. I am excited for it. Yeah. Um, is it Boon John Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's done the um, host stuff for that. Yeah. Host and Snoke, more probably Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the fact that he's the first um, dream to win it. Me, I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, Plus, how strong must that be to wrestle that off of Tarantino, whose film by all means has been getting great reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, exciting times ahead. Can also does like to do weird things where it gives rewards to things that are shit sometimes. Yeah. It, it's not. It, it, Is it the Turner Prize of the movie world at sometimes? Times it can be. You know, they are known for giving standard ovations to crap, booing right. things that are good, and equally yeah. doing other things that you know all the way around. People right. walk, people storm, people throw shoes. People, it, it's it, it's quite it, it's um, very very um, Latin and it's sort of like you know very French essentially yeah. with its approach to movie making. You know, yeah. if, if it's not wonderful, they they, they do tend to anger. They'll, they'll so, tell you. So, so people have booed Tarantino before. People have booed yeah. people love Suspiria and I went to Suspiria and I've never seen a pile of shit in all my life that yeah. is very Suspiria so <laughs> there is it's hard to judge um, Can because Can is kind of very interesting you know what it, what it offers yeah. so but yeah so they're all out next week Colin where people find us uh, you can find us at all the usual social media places which is uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram and I've also got a Gmail account uh, at three beers and a movie so look us up and let us know what you think about what we think um, I've been Colin McKay you've been Richard and we've been Three Beers in a Movie